Was that loud in anybody else's ear holes, or is that? Am I wearing Ken's uh, ear headphones from Friday? I believe you are. Am I? Is that me? There? Nope. It's these. These. Nope. Nope. Is it this one? Nope. Is it? Nope. Hold on. This one? Nope. Is it this? There we go. Now we're talking. Hey, we got it. Hey, that's professionalism. That's why we test the mics and stuff before the show. Really good stuff. Mike's Mark's mic isn't even on. It's totally fine. Monday. Monday. Uh, today's gonna be a quick show. Um, it's just me, Mark Riley on the God Mike or on the Bar Mike, and uh, Ikeka Shively on the God Mike. Uh, I've got a doctor's appointment, Rosie's six month appointment uh, nice. at ten a.m. here in Los Angeles. So I gotta wrap and then get over there. She's got shots, and yeah, you know when she gets, she gets, she gets it. Yeah, I mean she she does pretty well with that stuff. She's like she'll cry for a little bit and then she's super happy. She was giggling a lot this weekend, which is super fun. Amanda gets the better giggles than me, though. I think she she laughs, but then I get my face a lot closer to her, and mm-hmm. she uh, doesn't like my beard as much. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, Kikashai with the Prince of the Island, so Little Hot Friday. At six months, Hawaii. is that where they start the vertical jump test? What? Uh, I don't know, but she is in a little bouncy thing now, and she jumps up and down. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, you, what what is the vertical test? Because I should probably know. This. Oh, that's, that joke's went over your head. You know, you're saying you're trying to see that she's the best baby ever. Oh yeah, like NFL. Okay. Oh, combine. Yeah, we got to work on your delivery. Oh, <laughs> if two people in the room out of three didn't, <laughs> did well, the, t- well, the two that. targets did of the joke didn't. It went, went right over the head. Just if you saw, I was like thinking about like Rosie, right like, like I was reaching like, or. Well, I'm like I'm thinking like so I hold her and then she, I'm she like, jumps. Hey, doc, like, can she even get up? Put it together. Yeah. Why would a baby jump? Why would a baby jump? I'm saying baby wouldn't jump, so that's why it's a combine. This next subject. (laughs) You may need to take 60 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) We're in a kaika timeout. Uh, Thank you all for joining us. Hope everybody had a very nice weekend. Uh, You guys can support the show. You can super chat. You can go to streamlabs.com slash goodpeoplegpa. Mark Riley's over there checking out the super chat. or It's the streamlabs. Uh, Trey T says, Josh, do you get a com- do you get competitive when they give you her percentile scores? I get competitive with everything, so of course I give her. <laughs> I get competitive with percentile scores. Amanda's worried that her head is like square or something, and we might need to put a helmet on. I think she's got an adorable little head, so I don't know. You want to talk to my dad? He thought I had a misshapen head. So, well, you know, I turned out fine. <laughs> I rarely do I see your head without a hat on it. That's true. And then you've got That's such just- thick hair covering your actual head. I do have a misshapen head. Oh, okay. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got I've got a lump over here yeah. for sure. Like when I look in the mirror after I buzz my head, there's like a lump on this side. But that's from I got hit in the head with a baseball and never like really yeah. healed perfectly. I think. Uh, so kids wear helmets. They're important, mm-hmm. especially when riding bicycles or playing sports. Oh yeah. Even now with skiing and snowboarding, wear a helmet because I'm pretty sure I gave myself multiple concussions snowboarding. Oh and yeah. I never wore a helmet. Oh yeah. I just had a, a friggin' beanie on. Just to keep me warm. I got, I was in uh, skiing with my dad. Mm-hmm. Guy, whoom, hit oh, me yeah. going 80 miles an hour. Uh-huh. I woke up with a concussion and my father beating this man with his pole. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see that the Riley temper is <laughs> travels generation to generation. My future children are going to be little holes. Yeah, that's a, that's a scene. <laughs> yeah, that's. The, the poor drivers on roads when Riley children. I mean, oh. we'll basically be in self-driving auto Zoom cars by then. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Jennifer Casey says, for the rest of Rosie's life, she will be remembered. She will remember you kissing her instead of the trauma of being stuck. An older gentleman told me when I worked at the COVID clinic. Hmm. 
Hmm. So, wait, what? <laughs> the rest of Rosie's life, she will remember you kissing her instead of the trauma of being stuck. Another gentleman told me. Stuck? I was... Okay, you guys aren't getting anything. Stuck by a needle? Oh. oh. Yeah. It's Monday. Yeah, look, Stefan got my joke. Stefan, it's yeah, Stefan Von Scheich? Yeah. No, he didn't. He's saying he did. <laughs> He's trying to support you as a friend. And we are always trying to support you as a friend. Wait, it is go. the positivity report. <laughs> I'm, uh, Dude, you wake up at 5 a.m. with a baby. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't you want to come over? No. You come over two weeks. Wake up with to. her. See? There you go. Uh, I had an amazing weekend. And I hope all of you guys did. I will say this. Uh, it is impossible. Not impossible. It's very tough to get a date night in when you have a baby. Especially with a child. Yeah. Uh, a baby? Uh, especially with, uh, like, lack of sittering, right? Uh, especially people, like, during this Delta variant and yada, yada, yada. So... Amanda's sister came with her three daughters, and they all four of them, all four girls together watching Rosie. Uh, our house was trashed, semi-trashed when we got back from nice. date night. But so, I gotta give a shout out. Uh, our friend Gabby Conti, who was on this show on a Friday. Was it a Friday or Thursday or Friday a long time ago? I think it was Friday. Um, she is, uh, wrote a book. Can you grab that book that's on the uh, ice maker, I believe? Oh, that's right. Huh. On the Jake Baldino Memorial Ice Maker, brought to you by Cold Water. Uh, <laughs> For all your friends. Brought you to you by it. water. Nice. You see that catch, everybody? That's what's called professionalism. It's called 20 Guys You Date in Your 20s. I was going to send this to my cousin, but then I thought that was offensive because she's single still. And I'm like, hey, there's a book called 20 Guys You Date in Your 20s. Because everybody in the family is always asking, like, when is you going to get married? When are you going to get married? And I feel, I never ask her that. I was like, are you happy? Are you happy? That's what you should ask people. Are you happy? Because if you're happy, being single, being together, it shouldn't matter what other people want you to do. Mm-hmm. If you're happy, be happy. If you're not, try and change it, you know? But so Gabby Conti's uh, fiance, she gets married in October, runs a company called Hollywood Classic Cars. You can check him out on Instagram. He's got all kinds of awesome cars. And so I wanted to rent this Ferrari that looks like the Michael Jordan Ferrari from like the late eighties, early nineties. It's like this old red Ferrari looks amazing. Exactly what you're, you know what I'm talking about? Like the the bear claws down the side. Yep. Yep. Sick. Um, it it was in the shop and it's going to be in the shop for like the next couple of months. We're doing an engine rebuild and all that kind of stuff, which I'm guessing is not cheap. Uh, but he had this Jeep Wrangler and I posted on Instagram and I posted on Twitter. It was called the Islander and I haven't driven manual transmission in a minute. Uh, but it, you know, driving man. There you go. Thanks, Ikaika. The thing was awesome, right? That was the original paint and everything on it. Uh, so it's the whoever the previous owners were kept it in amazing condition. Uh, second gear was a little tough to really jam in there, and I have like a neck crink right now a little oh, bit yeah. from because then I was like treating it like I was Mario Andretti, just like and you when you're going up and down the canyons it takes a lot of effort to drive that car also in Los Angeles with traffic driving manual transmission is not fun in LA traffic no. it is very hard cuz you're constantly just like and Amanda's like are you doing it right i was like i'm doing it right we're just stuck in traffic i don't know what the hell to tell you anyway uh, big lose workshop said dude that jeep was that jeep was sick thank you uh, so i sent we had an amazing day. We went down the PCH. We hung out the beach for a little bit. We went to a very nice dinner. It was an amazing date night. I can't recommend. If you guys like driving cars and you live here in Los Angeles, reach out to Darren. Drive one of his amazing cars. 
you look cool for the day. Every person that was coming up to me was like, wow, what a Jeep. Where'd you get it? And I was like, oh yeah, I've been looking, I was looking all around for it. Like I was a Jeep person for that day. There was no way I was telling anybody that that Jeep was fake. That they're not fake was rented. That Jeep was mine. Now, marketing purposes, I could have been like, yeah, check out HollywoodClassicCars.com. There's no way I was throwing myself under the bus. Like I, I put it on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not telling the people at the beach that thought I was cool for driving that Jeep that that in fact was not my uh, car. But I had a ton of fun. And I tell you what I didn't do because I refuse to do that is wave to people in other Jeeps. <laughs> I think that's the dumbest thing in the planet. I will not do that. Okay. I mean, it's like, why aren't you waving to people in Jeeps? They're waving to you. I was like, N- I'm no. Okay. I'm not waving. If I drove a Prius, I wouldn't wave to people in Prius. I don't, dr- I don't wave to people in civics. So why am I going to wave to people? You just broke the first rule of Jeep club. Oh no. Oh, that's right. Cause you had a Jeep for a long time. Yeah. But you, you had a Cherokee. Do you only I wave to Cherokee people in Cherokee and then a Patriot. Oh, that's right. The Patriot. You wave to all Jeeps. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Interesting. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. I only uh-huh. wave to a Jeep if it has the Jurassic Park logo on it. Well, that's the Ikaika Jeep. Yeah. Ikaika, is that the car you want? Uh, DeLorean first, the Ford Explorer, like the green red from Jurassic Park. Oh, the one they go on tour with, and oh, then the Jeep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would take the Jeep first. Do not get a DeLorean. It will just sit in your garage. The thing does not run. The cars do not run. Oh, I don't want to run. I just want to look at it. Oh. <laughs> Put it in the movie theater. I know it's not going to run. <laughs> oh, no, man. man. My uh, my old neighbor had a replica DeLorean. Really? Part two, Back to the Future. You'd love it. Yeah. And he would Was drive it, it different in part two? Yeah. Oh, with the it, fl- had the- it had the uh, Mr. Fusion on it. Mr. Fusion. Yeah, that thing's pretty sweet. So, yeah, it would drive down the street, and I would get so excited. I'd put on the Back to the Future theme, and I'd just crank it and yeah. put the speaker outside my window that was facing the street and he would drive by that's pretty good hell that's yeah pretty good hell we yeah. in the jeep uh we pulled into this grocery store up in malibu and um Huey Lewis' song from Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. Gonna go back in time. Was playing in the grocery store, which was amazing. Um, so Jennifer Casey says, or is it Jen Casey says? Uh, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd honk at them toot toot. All right. Here was the only problem with the car. The horn kind of sounded like this. Okay. It was very quiet. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a burp, burp, right? Nope. I think the horn had been maybe just over the years had been eliminated or the horn just was sensitive because the horn in my Civic is a real piece of shit. <laughs> it sounds like a rascal scooter. Okay. And it just goes like, and it's hilarious to me, but when I'm mad and my, my anger doesn't match my horn, it's, it pisses me off. You're like, oh, and it goes, <laughs> right. I want the horn on like my brother's truck. My mom, uh, you know, the, the, and, but that's also aggressive, right? There's got to be this middle ground. I think that what we need on cars, and if anybody out there works in cars, this is my idea. You need multiple different horns. You need, like, your pissed off horn. You need, like, hey, the, the light's green horn. Like, you got little buttons over here, and you got, you're like, there's the, uh, hey, uh, I want to get that spot. Oh, hey, yeah, are you getting out? Doesn't Tesla have that? I know you can get custom ones. And don't talk to me about Tesla right now. There's too many buttons on there. I'm talking a classic car just has like three horn buttons, four horn buttons. It's like the Homer Simpsons. Tesla, those cars look so friggin' confusing. I like, they have like a 40 inch TV as the dashboard. Yeah. Okay, then just get a police car and then use the, hey, can you move? I want that parking spot. <laughs> That's a really fun idea. Getting the uh, the old loudspeaker on the car. That's what all Jeeps should have. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Now you could 
wave. See? Is it? How Correct. you doing? Exactly. Drive by. Yeah. Uh, peaceful guy says, Horn of Wrath first, excuse me, let's go. There you go. Like a, ah! right? Like, hey, use a turn signal or you're going to get somebody killed. Or like, hey, what are you doing? You can't pull over there. Versus, or like, hey, look out. Versus, meep, meep. hey, uh, just uh, wanted you to know that I'm here. And uh, if you could like go, it's green. Right? <laughs> He's got to be that. Jennifer Casey. Meep, meep. Yep. That's the one you want. You want to, and then you want to, I don't need like, the Tesla custom, it's like, hello, I'm a Tesla. Please move your car. <laughs> Invest in Doge, Coy. Invest in Doge. The Sheik found with a super chat. Thank you. Good morning, Josh. I wanted to share. I had a great weekend. I'm still skating, and I did a half pike for the first time. Nice. I was stoked. Yeah. What does that mean? I'm still skating, and I did a half pike for the first. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's a it's half a, pipe. It's a oh, half move. pipe. I don't know. I was stoked. Half pipes are tough. Oh yeah, it's it's scary. It's I've only done it a few times because I used to skateboard a ton, and then my whole left side of my body is just totally destroyed. So I can't really do that anymore. I tried to like do it with my nephew a few years ago, and I fell, and he doesn't even like skateboarding anymore. So I don't have to worry no, about it. I can't do it now. I did no. it in high school, and I was I was fairly decent. I did the half pipe. Really? I could. I mean, I only got well. You're from good enough. County, so you had it Pittsburgh, and there were yeah. no skate parks. Yeah, we had. I had my mom's friend Mary's two kids. Uh-huh. Mary Diable. We had this sh- huge half pipe. Mm-hmm. It took all of my, it took probably a month to figure out how to, to make it down. Jump in. Just to, just to drop in and yeah. turn around. Yeah. It's that hard. Took, it's I not like snowboarding. I mean, I can mm-hmm. do awesome stuff on a snowboard half pipe. No problem. Really? Oh, yeah. I used to be sponsored when I was in high school. Snowboarding? snowboarding? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then I literally destroyed my body. And so I needed to keep swimming in order to get a college scholarship. And so my parents were like, you got to stop snowboarding. Because you're going to hurt yourself, which I, because I was doing like flips and spins and all kinds of crazy insanity. I had no idea. And then uh, I got hurt pretty bad. Uh, my my left kneecap moved around the back of my leg. And, then moved back. Um, and so my parents were like, listen, do you want to swim and help us not pay for college or do you want to snowboard? And at that point I was like, I want to freaking snowboard. But then I was like, all right. And then I went to a state school and it was cheap and I became an actor. <laughs> So it's like my parents and I, there, there is a give and a take between Josh McCuga and his parents. He, they love him, but they hate him at the same time because yeah. I didn't make life easy. Ben made life very easy. Josh McCuga did not. Sounds like me and my. <laughs> there you go. You're going where? Yeah. USC? And you're majoring in what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I didn't major in theater because I'm not an idiot. But <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> major in whatever you want. Again, what, if you want to be happy, major in it. Okay? Because here's the thing. Unless you major in theater at USC or NYU, you're not, it's not going to no. work here. No. It's going to no. be tough. Like, the- agents come to USC and NYU and search for talent. You need an agent. It's hard to get an agent. It's, li- it's literally impossible. <laughs> it's- uh, to get a good agent and one that cares about you, you have to already be famous, yeah. which is the catch-22. It's, Unless yeah. you get super lucky, like super crazy lucky, and somebody sees you at the comedy store or at UCB, and they sign you because they think you're, and then all of a sudden, that agent puts you in front of the right people. I'm like, oh, he's pretty good. I like his agent. Let's cast him. Other than that, you're, you're totally effed. Edward Norton. Yeah. Was Primal he Fear. Primal Fear. They did an open, they searched for mm-hmm. this part. They came into my acting class. Mm-hmm. They looked at all the 
the people that could audition for this part. They went right past me, pointed to all my other friends, (laughs) said, you're going to go audition. I went, screw you. I showed up to the audition, Uh auditioned, didn't get it. Oh, well, yeah, because I didn't see you in Final Fear. No. That but was, was, Edward, was Norton. Edward Norton at USC? He wasn't, but they found him through the same kind of deal. Uh-huh. Like they just open call. Uh-huh. That's how I got extra work in Sudden Death with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> just put a casting call in the Pittsburgh paper and literally 20,000 people showed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They wanted to be in a movie. And there's maybe, like, every time you're with somebody from Pittsburgh, like, oh, dude, I was at that hockey game for Sudden Death, and I was in the background. <laughs> if you pause it at an hour 41 you can see my face sort of. I'll circle it for you. Because everybody was an extra in that movie. People talk about striking distance, flash dance. No, no, no. The biggest, most famous extra work in the history of Pittsburgh movies is Sudden Death with Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Hell it yeah. might be the best movie next to striking distance shot. It's They're tied. It's the best movie that takes place in Pittsburgh. And you can obviously say, like, all the right moves. But that didn't really like, showcase the city. That was more of, like... And All the Right Moves is an amazing movie. And it takes place in western Pennsylvania, but that's more Beaver County. It's supposed to be Ambridge, Pennsylvania, which is a little bit out. It's called Ampipe. Uh, Ambridge, American Bridge Company, owned a town in Pittsburgh. It's still called Ambridge. Amazing pizza place in Ambridge. Um, and But Striking Distance and Sudden Death are perfect movies. Flashdance is Pittsburgh. Is Pittsburgh. Yeah. Just a Steel Town Girl. That's, a good, that's a good movie. Sure. I love Flashdance. But it's not Striking Distance, and it's definitely not Sudden Death. Shows the the two sides of the, of the coin. We're Flashdance on here. is fine. It's more of a musical. I grew up. Hmm, I grew up watching Flashdance. Well, that checks out. Yeah. That math checks yeah. out. Flashdance, Footloose, Footloose, uh, Foot. Can't even speak. Footloose, Footloose, Flashdance, Superman, Friday Thirteenth. Uh-huh. These are movies that just rotate. But Flashdance, because of the material mm-hmm. involved. Yeah. Very excited about Flashdance growing up. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a sexual awakening <laughs> for you, Mark. Yeah, my it sexual was. my sexual awakening happened on MTV, mm-hmm. and that's and it continued to happen on MTV all through my childhood and adolescence. And that's mm-hmm. why my parents tried to keep us from not watching it because, of course, you know Catholicism in Pittsburgh can't watch can't watch the Devil's Channel, can't watch the Devil's music, Mark. No. Uh, Slurpy Frap says they should put that on the cover. Best movie that takes place in Pittsburgh, Josh McCuga. Yeah, you're right. They should. There's a scene in Striking Distance where they are like the cars are going up and down the hill. It's awesome. Striking Distance is awesome. Sudden Death is awesome. Flash Dance is good if you like dance. It's awesome. It's fine. I've seen it a few times. All the Right Moves is awesome. Flash Dance is good. It's a good movie. It's good. You know I don't like. You know I don't like your kind of movies, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like. Any you like of some of the movies. I've never liked a Superman movie in my life. You like ET? I do like ET. E. I like zero horror movies at all. Yeah. But ET, ET is not a horror movie. That's just a coming of age tale with an alien. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It's exactly right. Because last night we watched, and g- give me a team. Teen comedy, rom-com, coming of age, and I will watch it anytime. So right now, the number one movie on Netflix is he's, uh, the, the, she's, oh, he's all that. Correct. He's all that. Haven't seen The kid yet. from Cobra Kai. Okay. Who plays Robbie Keane and some TikTok girl named Addison Ray. She got famous on TikTok. She's a good little actress. Right. Um, and guess who is not in it? Toby Maguire. No, Freddie Prince Jr. does not make an appearance in it. Well, see that, which is a real bummer. Yeah. But guess who are two stars of it? Sort of, Rachel Lee Cook in it. Okay. She plays the mom of the girl. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Because okay. he's all that as a flip. Like she's trying to turn him into whatever, Robbie Keane. I see what they're doing. And then Matthew Lillard is also in it. He plays the principal. And he oh. doesn't actually make a, he, his voice is throughout the movie because he's the principal making announcements at the high school. And, uh, but he doesn't make a physical appearance until the prom. Okay. And if you remember in She's All That, which again is awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ikaika, here's a little schmodown question for you. I know Mark will get this. What is the song that they play as Rachel Lee Cook is walking down the stairs and She's All That? I don't know. You're out. Mark? Yeah, no, I don't know that. Really? Yeah, yeah. Kiss me. Oh, yeah. Under the Milky Twilight. Okay, so they play that in the movie at the end, and then they remix it for all you cool kids in your electronic hypno music. Techno. It's actually still pretty good. Uh, And Amanda and I were, like, giggling at points because it was so absurd, but it was so good. And um, they... It just reminded me that I like bad movies. Like, listen, I, I'm i not out here looking for the next Citizen Kane. Give me striking distance. Mm-hmm. Give me he's all that, okay? I don't care. I'm not in it. I'm not in it to try and find an Academy Award. I don't think I've ever, besides Braveheart. That's a movie. I know. Please. I'm thinking of movies that have won the Academy Award for Best Picture. We share that movie in common. Yeah. So, you know. Besides Braveheart, yeah. Best Picture, I don't think I've ever loved. Gladiator. Like, loved. Did that win Best Picture? Yeah. Then Gladiator and Braveheart. Because yeah. I love Gladiator. But Gladiator could also be 40 minutes shorter. It's a <sighs> very long movie. Just give me the fight scenes. I don't need the other stuff. Like, you know, I know his impetus that they killed his, you know, just like Braveheart. Yeah, okay. Braveheart could be 40 minutes shorter. You're correct, and I didn't say that it shouldn't be. It's two VHSs. It's two. So was Gladiator, but Gladiator was more DVD. Yeah. You could you can still get Gladiator in a VHS. I think it was like the that was the switch over. Because mm-hmm. Gladiator was what, 2002? 2001? 2000. Around there. 2000. 2000? I think it was, one of the first, it was the first DVD we had. Was that Gladiator. Shrek. Yeah. Oh, Shrek is good, too. But so... Um, David Taylor says, we need more Josh McCuga appearances on Rotten Tomatoes is wrong. Enjoyed the Walking Dead episode, by the way. Haven't watched last night's episode yet. I got to watch that when Amanda's not watching. Uh, but what What are you huffing and puffing about? Because I feel like I have to watch it, but Heather's rewatching it. We're only on season four and we stopped because you're going to Terminus and that's when the show starts going downhill. And I don't know if I want to watch it. You could fast forward through some of the Terminus episodes. Just like watch them as you're fast forwarding. You know what? You know what? I just came up with a pretty good idea. Let's hear it. You know how you can, I listen to all my podcasts on 1.5? You do? Yeah. Oh, always. Really? Yeah, and sometimes two, so I can get through them all. <laughs> well. Because the other day I listened to The Daily with Michael Barbaro on regular, and Michael Barbaro sounds like he's hammered. This is my Listen on 1.5. This is Michael Barbaro. Welcome to The Daily. And I think I talk fast, and that's why this makes sense. Because when I was playing that uh, Your Own Backyard podcast that Sinead DeFreeze reckoned to me, which, by the way, listen to Sinead DeFreeze's podcast. Let me tell you a story. It's fantastic. Is it? she, I, I text her about it all the time. It is great. She does a fantastic job. Um. And uh, so I listened to Amanda can't stay in 1.5 and she definitely can't stay in two. Two is a little fast. There are some podcasts that are so slow, like Malcolm McDowell or Malcolm, uh, not Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell has a podcast? No, no, no. The other Malcolm, you know, everybody talks about him. It's like, uh, he's, uh, he makes, I stopped listening to him because he made fun of golf. Oh. I was out. Yeah. He's like, I hate golf. Well, Malcolm, I hate you. You're done. Um, I don't hate him. I just, but he talks very slow. So you can listen to him on two. But watching a movie or a 
thing at 1.5 to 2, you, especially episodes of Walking Dead, Kaika, you get through those hour-long episodes in 30 minutes at 1.5. So I think it should be like fast forward and there's like a, a really important moment. It goes like full speed. Sure. And then like through all the like... Totally. <sighs> I mean, there's, like that. that's what most TV channels should do with their digital content is put the full episodes up there in 15 minutes or 10 minutes and it's going at 1.5 speed or 1.75 speed and then that way people can binge and then that way people are checking out your your YouTube channel your digital streaming platform to catch up on shows that you need people to watch live for advertising network tv you could listen to a bald guy from Pittsburgh he's just a steel town guy on a monday morning talking about movies that stink um but david Taylor, to answer your question with Mark Show, is every every movie I like is rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Literally every movie that I love, besides Braveheart and Goodfellas, every movie that I love is rotten. Bad Boys Two is so rotten it's insanity. It is absolute. It's a travesty. Bad Boys might be fresh. Hold on, let me look. Let's look this. Speaking up. of Bad Boys, Mike Lowry is now playable in Fortnite. I saw. You know how many people tagged me on <laughs> yeah, that this week on Twitter. Tag you in it. <laughs> hey, check this out. Guys, I the first person shooters are so hard for me. It's I'm being honest when I say this. <laughs> it's it is so hard. Ikaika is trying to walk me through this uh, the Urban Decay um, video game until dawn. Until dawn, thank you. Urban Decay. <laughs> and <laughs> so, I was pretty close. Someone make a poster of that. <laughs> Urban Decay. <laughs> this. This fall, only in theaters, it's Urban Decay, starring Josh McCuga trying to make a first-person shooter game work. You could, if you were going to do a 90-minute Twitch video that nobody would watch, and be me going like, all right, which button? Okay, which? And I would be getting murdered the whole time. I'm Leroy Jenkins, but 3,000 times worse. Pori Kaika has had to sit through so many Twitch streams of me trying to play a video game, and I'm not, I'm not insulting video games. I think video games are an amazing medium. I am just insanely bad at them. I kind of always have been. Mm -hmm. I can't see the first-person shooter. Fortnite looks so confusing and so hard to play. Every time I see like a guy running, he's like flipping his guns. He's got stuff everywhere. He's building stuff. I, I my brain does not equate. So when people were tagging me like, hey, maybe you'll start playing Fortnite now. Mike Lowry, if he just has a gun, just one gun, and he shoots that gun, then I'm good. There's no way you're going to play Fortnite. I can't. There's no. no way no one's playing Fortnite in this office. No. no, I can't do it. I don't know how. We're not supporting that game here. Is that is it oh. not a good game? No, it's just oh. I'm annoyed by it. It's everywhere. Will McLean perfectly said, Fortnite got too much going on. So confusing. I, yeah, I think you're right. Jigman Porter said, Goodfellas in my top five. It's in my top five, too. I have top five comedy, top five drama, and then top five all time. And just, Goodfellas makes both. Yeah, no Goodfellas top five all time. 100%. Yep. It might be... In, you put it in the pantheon of perfect movies. It might be the perfect it's movie. Per- yeah, it's not too long. Yeah, I love it. It's not. There's. It's nowhere near. Is it too long? Let me tell you something. I'll tell you why. I didn't mean for this to get in a movie discussion, but it's fun. It started with he's are. all that. And yeah. listen, if you're watching Netflix, check it out. Also, that Malice in the Palace documentary is fantastic. Um, That's the fight, right? It's the fight with Ron Artest. Ooh. Let me tell you something. The Malice in the Palace. I remember where I was watching that. And the next morning where, like, the whole 24-hour, every, not, if you were a sports fan, that's all you were talking about oh, was yeah. Malice in the Palace for, like, 24, 48 hours. And it's all the news was talking about, sports news, for, like, three weeks. And those guys, Ron Artest ruined those men's lives and careers in that Malice in the Palace. Really? 
Okay, okay I gotta watch see this documentary. Yeah, I got to see this. It is. It is intense. Jermaine O'Neal could have been. Anyway, um, Slurpee Frat says, for instance, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. I'm sure it's rotten. Great movie. Uh, Wonderlust. I never saw that. The Guilt Trip. Great. Uh, size. Oh, Fun Size? I've never even heard of that. MacGruber should be one million on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Night and Day. Good movie. That's the one with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. In, in Sweetest Thing. Good one. The Internship. Fantastic movie. Movie is so good. I can watch that movie all the time. I'm, I, let me look. Let's look this up. Because ba- I'm pretty sure Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. Did you know there's another movie called Bad Boys with like Sean Penn? What? Yeah. Is Bad Boys 2 like 17%? Okay, so Bad Boys is 42%. That's insanity. Mm, that's and you, you could blame that on Taya Leone. Because she's kind of... she Her role in the movie, I get, is for comic relief and they're trying to protect her. But when she goes into that club... Anyway, yeah, you want to yell at the screen. Uh, Bad Boys Two, I believe, is something around twenty percent. Uh, I don't look at it because I'm I'm ashamed. Rush Hour is fifty two percent. Yeah, that's that ins- wrong. That's wrong. Twenty three percent. Bad Boys Two. You guys realize that Bad Boys Two is a perfect film. Never it's seen. it's a perfect movie. Ikaka, before whenever we gotta watch this. We're, you know what? That's our next watch along. We're doing Bad Boys Two, and I'm just gonna stare at your face the whole time because it is perfect. I'm not going to stare at your face. I would never do that to you. But you need, you know what you need to do is you need to watch the movie first, then we do commentary. Because I, I know that you're going to find holes in it because you're like kind of a film snob sometimes. So was this. I won't find holes. I won't be snobby about it. Just like if I don't like it, I don't like it. You're not, not going to like it. You like action movies, right? I like good action movies. Then you're going to love this. Like I thought Bad Boys was okay. I get it. What's your favorite action movie? Um, Maybe Die Hard. Yeah, well, that's perfect. That's yeah. a perfect movie as well. Uh, I mean, that's in my top five. Bad Boys 2, Goodfellas, Braveheart, Die Hard. We're yeah. talking dramas. Because then you then once comedies get involved, you got to put Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, MacGruber. Uh, those are in there. You know, Our buddy Mark Fernandez, and I've said this to his face, and if he's watching this episode, great. When he told me he thinks the funniest movie of all time is Annie Hall, I almost punched him. Because that movie is trash. All of Woody Allen movies are absolute trash. I mean, he's a trash human. He's a garbage person. And <laughs> he is. And I apologize to anybody that watched wrestling that ever called a garbage person because real garbage people are Harvey Weinstein, Woody Allen. Woody Allen movies blow. They blow. They're terrible. And the only movie I've ever watched of Woody Allen's where I thought, what, eh, this is okay, is Match Point with Jonathan Reese Myers and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ryan Kramer says, why is there not a question mark at the end of the title of this episode? Come on, Jeopardy fans. Questions need a question mark. Who needs a virtual hug? It's a statement. It's not a question. It's a statement. Who needs a virtual hug? Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's not. A, correct. It's not a question. Okay. Terminator 2. Desperado. That's, uh, Desperado's okay. I, 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 Terminator you know what? 2. I've never seen Desperado, so I can't say it. You know what? I'll watch Desperado for you, and you watch Bad Boys 2 for me. Okay. Trade off. Desperado. Boom I mean, I'm sure you'll like... You'll Ooh. like Desperado. Joey Pedras with the best super chat we've gotten <laughs> in the history of this show and maybe channel. Josh, thoughts on Blue Streak? Absolutely fantastic. Blue Streak That movie awesome. is so good. See, Let's like see what Blue movie. Streak gets on. I haven't thought of Blue Streak in years. Let's see. That movie and Corky Romano used to oh be on TV all day long and I would watch it. Corky Romano is so good. It is Chris Kattan's finest performance. That movie is crazy. 
criminally Christian, underrated. You do, you do, you do. <laughs> I should buy a boat. <laughs> okay, Blue Streak. First of all, it's Luke Wilson's finest performance in the history of film, with, without a doubt. When when they drive, <laughs> when Lamar Lawrence, thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, an absolute tragedy. Who are you people? Stop it! And you know what? I gotta look at Dude, when, yeah, Cork Your Mom is probably like zero. Yeah. Um, when he when he starts driving the cop car for the first time with Luke Wilson and launches it, I've, I rarely laugh that hard. You know what else is a great movie with Martin Lawrence? Black Knight. When he goes back in time. Uh-huh. And he, he was working at a, at a putt-putt and he goes back in time in that line, King's daughter's a freak. Like, that is <laughs> so good. Oh, what's Corey Romano have? 7%. Oh, yeah. my God. It's not a good movie, but it's, it's very entertaining. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Black Knight, 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. And by the way, you mind your tongue. Corky Romano is fantastic. I I love it, but it's not a good movie. It's a good movie. You know another movie that was always on TV around the same time? What's that? Joe Dirt. Oh, Joe Dirt is fantastic. 10%. uh, David uh, Spade just came out. He did this uh, Playing with Tiger uh, show that they do on Golf Digest to play around with Tiger Woods. And it was, he played with David Spade the next day he got in that car accident because they were playing out in Rolling Hills. Yeah. Wow. um, And it's... You, I thought it'd be more entertaining with David Spade. And it is entertaining. It's very, very funny. But Tiger, you can tell, is there for the paycheck. Like, he's yeah. not having a great time. I think he, there's one conversation that he talks about hosting SNL and how they've asked him to host SNL, but he won't do it. Tiger won't do it. He's like, I'm not an actor. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Uh, I, I wanted Tiger. It's an amazing idea. And Golf Digest doing it, getting Tiger to do it is oh, fantastic. Sure. Any kind of Tiger Woods content, people eat up. Yeah. Um, but I just, I, and you, again, Tiger's not an entertainer. He's a golfer that entertains you with his game. He's not there for the repartee, if you will. That's why those matches, I think, are kind of boring when Tiger's in it. But to answer back to Joey Pagers, thoughts on Blue Streak? That's a 10. That's a, that's a 10. And I give a lot, listen, scale, I do, scale of 1 to 100, okay? Blue Streak, if we're doing Rotten Tomatoes, Blue Streak, 93. Give me a blue. Black Knight, 92. Martin Lawrence might be the most underrated comedic actor of all time. You know why? Because of Big Mama's House. I was going to say, what's Big Mama's House? Oh, well, those are got to be trash, too. They're got to be in the same realm as Medea, right? It's basically the same movie. Um, 30%. Okay. For the first it's one. not bad. What about Medea? Let's look up Medea. Let's just look up the first. Let's look up the family reunion. Is that the first one? 2006? That sounds about right. Medea's Family Reunion, 26%. So it was like the same as Big Mama's I house. love when you click these types of movies and says what well, you might also like. Yeah. And some of them are actually really good. Like Rat Race. Rat good Race is 44%. really good. Man, The Suicide Squad, the new one, 91%. I don't, we got just got on a run tomatoes. Yeah. All right, we got to wrap this up pretty soon because I, I got to go see my daughter. Beverly Hills Cop 2, 47%. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Let's look up. You know what the other one you should look up real quick. Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley. Because that's a great movie. That's basically Inspector Gadget. They basically made Inspector Gadget with a ninja, and the ninja is Chris Farley. You can't go, what do you got? I'm looking up the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> that movie was not for Josh. It doesn't even have a rating. <laughs> look well, look up. Can you look up Beverly Hills Ninja for me? I, it may not have a rating. That movie came and went, and it was so good. My brother, I don't think my brother and I have laughed harder together during a movie in the theater. Right what, what do you got? think? I'm going to say 8%. Okay. Go up a little bit. Nine, yeah, fourteen. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. I would like to say that if you're like if you're going to give Josh McCuga a rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 
Like me, my personal film preferences, I would say my Rotten Tomato meters is somewhere around 35%. Mm-hmm. Because there's some movies I like that are fantastic, but most of my movies are not. Most of them. Uh, Stephen Munchak says, but 93 isn't the rating. It's 93% giving it a 6 out of 10 or better. Stop trying to explain Rotten Tomatoes to me. I don't want to learn. <laughs> I love you, Stefan. You're just giving me 90. I, my mind can't do all of that math. It's just I'm, I was told there would be no math, and I don't want to do it. Uh, thank you all for being here on a Monday. Uh, we've got a great week ahead here at the Good People Association. Can't wait to see all of you all week long. Huge weigh-in Wednesday on the main show, 2 p.m. Pacific, oh, yeah. right here uh, on the Good People Association. Big weigh-in. Huge. It's a good one. You gotta, don't tell anybody how much weight you've lost. I know you've been weighing yourself. I haven't looked at a scale. So we got to wait until the Wednesday weigh-in, okay? After this lunch, I'm not going to eat for three days. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not how it'd be good. No. Uh, Mike Rod, The Fifth Element. Yeah, that's a great movie. All oh, of Fifth Element. Van Doren, Train Spotting. Ah, yes. Train Spotting is good, and then it's really sad, and then it's creepy. It's creepy. And then I don't like it. It's such a good movie. Though. It's it's very well done. I'm Train Spotting 2. Not good. Really good. Really? Oh, yeah. Great sequel. Very underrated. Not a lot I of people. I never saw it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Team America. Good movie. Team America. Is it? Is it? Oh, is that like from a Team America thing? Team America. It's a good movie, but I'm sure it has like a 0%. Oh, 100%. Rotten to people. Yeah. I think South Park the movie might be fresh, though, because that's kind of a legendary comedy. That, that's that's, that's one of my favorite comedies. T- uh, South Park. The movie? The, the movie. It's good. An Oscar. <laughs> Didn't it win a for best it song? Was, it was nominated. It got nominated. Okay. Because it was Blame Canada the song? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And Robin Williams came out for the Oscars. Yeah, he did. It. Yeah. So good. So good. All right, let's do some videos that make me smile when we get out of here. I watch this little kid. <laughs> hey. Me, and I think that's Olive Garden. Oh, if yeah, I, that's got to be Olive Garden. That's yeah. Olive Garden breadsticks for sure. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's so funny. That's that's how we all look <laughs> with when we get garlic the, breadsticks with the breadsticks at Olive Garden. Yeah. Is she even taking bites of it? No, no, she's taking little bites, which is that's even more rude to your child. Even the baby's eyes were trying to bulge out to get I it. know. Like, help me, help, help. Use the full sloop. <laughs> I think she got that kitchen chicken cacciatore with uh, spaghetti, and then that's the proper amount to eat at Olive Garden because you need to save it for the next six to seven days. <laughs> True. All right. What's next, DKK? Watch this. This is the Paralympics. Oh. Watch this guy, guys. If somebody tells you you can't do something, show them this movie. Say, I can do anything. Bow. Oh my God. Do you see that? How insane is that? Watch this again. This guy is using his mouth. Talk about a strong neck. Watch. And that's going way faster than you think. Like, that is flying by. The guy's using his mouth. Stop complaining. Stop complaining about life handing you lemons, doing your stuff. Stop it. This guy's playing ping pong at the Paralympics with his mouth. With his friggin' mouth. Get it. Did he win? I mean, he got that point. I don't I don't know. I got to look up, like, the Paralympics kind of thing. But this is insanity. I don't... Yeah. Look at this. Goodbye. With your mouth. Maze. All right. What's next, DKK? What'd you say? Same. Watch this kid's you reaction. Like <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Same. You like them? Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What'd you say? Same. Isn't that amazing? Like His dad's like, hey, I got slip on Air Maxes. And the k
What so good. Kid. So good. Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Seam? You well, like him? You know, I've seen better. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you'd buy those, Dad, to be honest with you. Kind of, I mean, I guess if you're going to wear slip ons, you you're going to go Air Max, Seam? but like that's so good. And you got one more, you kick? Yeah, one more. One more. Watch this. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> you get it? This made me laugh hard. <laughs> 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 that's great. Some people are just very creative. Yeah, that's holy moly. Oh, made me laugh. That's good. All right, everybody. I'm Josh Bakuga. This is the Positivity Report. We're here every single weekday, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here on the Good People Association. Thank you, everybody, for your super chats all day long. Uh, Riders Cantina tomorrow. Yeah, we got Perry Nemeroff coming into studio. Perry. Perry. Nothing Scary quite like Perry Perry is coming in. It's getting close for uh it's, horror it's, it's almost time to start talking uh Halloween. So we'll we'll go do something to about horror. Piggyback off you real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh Amanda and I had to throw a kike under the bus yesterday. We're driving Uh-oh. and Amanda's like, Look at this idiot. He got bats all over his car. It's not even Halloween yet. And I was like, Kaika's cat got sick from eating spider webs in August. <laughs> so The cat could, is fine. Cat how is the cat? Cat's good? Cat's fine. <laughs> okay. But you still have Halloween decorations up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got rid of the spiderwebs. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, thank you all. Remember, choose positivity every single day. It's an act of choice. Call somebody, text them, tell them you love them. It matters. Choose happy. Choose positivity. It's way easier to love than hate. Find the good. We'll see you tomorrow.